Welcome, guys. Um, oh, man, so much stuff just happened right now, and I just need to get this off my chest. I'm going to go over some quick events that's happened this week. Um, and, uh, whew, if you're a Lakers fan, you're probably upset right now. But, uh, well, let's just jump into this. So, Tamarcus Cousins tore his ACL. I think it's it for Cousins. Uh, once you, like I said in the previous podcast, in my previous episodes, once you tear your uh, Achilles tendon out, usually it's kind of a done deal at that point. Um, especially if you're, you know, six nine, six eight, six nine, maybe around there, pushing the, you know, the two hundred pound limit there on your body. Um, you tend to, uh, you tend to kind of uh, fall apart at that point. Uh, Durant, look at Durant. Same thing. I'll get into Durant in a minute, but um, it's going to be the same, same scenario, unfortunately. So. Um, it's just sad, man. The Lakers had a solid squad. They had this guy. I mean, I don't know how Cousins would have worked off the bench, uh, uh, you know, or starter or whatever, but uh, I was pretty excited to see him in the Lakers uniform for the first time, and now we're probably not going to see it. So um, from here, I'm not sure where the Lakers go from here. Um, they will, they're going to have a – they're going to let him go. Either they, they sit him out, they're not going to let him play after that injury. Unless he gets some type of miracle – Hey, don't worry about it. Just it's just a minor ACL sprain or something, a little tear. He'll be back in like two months or something. Um, but uh, I think they'll look to uh, grab somebody else off the waiver list. I just don't know who that's going to be, and I don't know who they're going to trade for. Um, Bill Simmons really picked apart the Lakers today, and it really, really bugged me out about that whole scenario. As as Marcus Cousins goes down, um, you know, saying that we don't have no trade got trade pieces and everything away and yada yada and it's like okay Boston you're, you're you guys are just as in a shithole um offensively than uh, <laughs> more than anybody in the east so I think you need to step off so um and now hearing this I was just like ah, what's this guy talking about this full of shit and then hearing this just uh god um from here I I'm not sure I'm just like really just frustrated I feel like the, the the injury bug always hits the Lakers. I feel like uh, they have restructured their uh, department of health, I guess you could call it, um, to keep the players, you know, from you know non injuries and and keeping them uh, long, keeping them long, you know, their longevity uh, intact for the season. And uh, it just feels like. Uh, you know, just another curveball on our way, and that's all right. I mean, I'm sure, dude. I'm sure they've had Plan B, C's, and D's for stuff like this to happen. So, I just not sure. And if they're smart, they'll take Kuzma out of that USA, um, USA uh, team because that's all you need to get him injured. And then now you're out another guy. So, I think this might be a blessing in disguise. Um, and I think that this might push them to kind of go and get another shooter. Because we don't really need, if I was thinking about today, I was like, we don't really need Cousins. Cousins is more of like the pre- defensive presence and a rebounder, and which that would have come really good handy. But we're going to have to really get, uh, they're going to have to really look over the roster to see what they need. Um, and so it's just going to just gonna really, 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 really depend depend on what his injury long-term is and where, you know, and just kind of, Going out what your team is, um, and kind of focusing on okay, well since he's down, then we're gonna have to really get another guy in there to replace him. 
just don't know who that is. So, um, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, eh, this might not hurt us too much, but at the same time, it would have been nice to see Cousins in a Lakers uniform shooting, you know, three pointers or, you know, dunking the ball or something like that. It's just, it's just sad. Um, and now I'm going to transition to Durant because, uh, like I've said earlier, Durant with his Achilles injury, it's just, it's just a matter of time for him to be the same thing. Uh, tears and, bumping his knee into somebody else's knee and next you know his whole leg's blown out it's just it's you can just tell uh his uh his future's kind of the same thing and uh Bill Simmons brought this up and that was actually the only thing I agreed with him on this podcast um he said that uh Kevin Durant most likely in two years would be like to want to go to another team or something like that and I was like I haven't think about that and that's true um this could really blow up in the Nets face at some point and, uh, you know, Kyrie's kind of shown what he can be and what he is. So, um, it's unless he says, you know what, I'll stay with this team and, you know, whatever. But uh, I, I was like, maybe he could ask for a trade out and get traded to somewhere else. I don't know where that would be, but um, that could be a possibility in the long term. I just don't know what a team would say, yeah, I'll grab you, you know, unless you're that's the really terrible you need the fan base. Um, I just don't see a team trading some assets for him because uh, since he, you know, most likely he'll be some type of, you know, hopefully he'll be back 100%, but it's never certain with these injuries. So, um, you know, I don't think a team's going to trade all their assets for this guy that's uh, not averaging what he used to average. So it's just uh, kind of a dark day right now, a little little, little saddened, but it's all right. Um, you know, he, he seems back, back, bounce back, and they'll figure things out. There's always Plan B and C and D, so um, it's uh, quite, uh, quite of a, a nail in the tire there. But it's all right. We'll uh, Laker fans will kind of bounce back. We have a solid, we have a solid team. So uh, just was kind of bummed out. I wanted to see uh, Durant back into the uh, to the fold a little bit. Um, another thing, uh, Draymond Green was on another interview with ESPN. That was really cool. Kind of like uh, he kind of discussed some things about. Kevin and talking about his contract, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, uh, and just him breaking it down. I think his contract was a hundred million. So there's something just kind of like uh, a nice little interview that uh, I can't think of her name. She's on the jump. She's really really good. And uh, she kind of brought you know he's just like well they're signing us off. You know we should be fine. We'll be a solid team. So they could be a solid team. They could be a solid six seven team. So I'm not counting them out. It's not counting them out as a finals team. Uh, I think probably more of a playoff-based team, but it's all right. You know, I like to see the the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs than you know uh, than the Suns. You know what I mean? Just no offense to Suns, just they're more interesting. Um, so other news, um, football. I watched Hard Knocks, watched the, some of it, the second episode, and uh, it just the this whole thing is a marketing scam to want watch this team uh, I mean it's made it's made exciting I think the Browns should have did it again because I think I think this would have been a little more exciting to watch but um, you can just tell Gruden's just really trying to to, to make you watch and and uh, make you uh, really really think about the team a little bit um, I think the way he coaches and the way his philosophy is is outdated uh, it's like a, it's from the 80s you know if you can go up to somebody and say listen listen mother effer I'm going to get you to you need to effing do this, do this, because you're weak or whatever. Like, you can't talk to players like that anymore. I feel like uh, the new generation's a little more in a sensitive uh, bracket 
And I feel like if you even talk like that to a player, it just turns them off and it gets them frustrated more than just fired up. So I think he's a little behind the times in a sense of just talking to us, communicating with his uh, with his football team a little bit. And I just that's what I got from it. Um, and I, I you know I'm telling other people coworkers like no he's no no I'm like yeah then you, you clearly don't understand that because I mean from what I've seen from college and from I mean I'm 30 okay. I'm a, I'm a sensitive at times, but people behind me are more sensitive just because they're raised differently. And it's all right. It's not a bad thing or anything. But I feel like back in the 80s and 90s, you can get away with things like that. I think we can't be kind of players that go, all right, shut up and just do our job. And I think players are a little more outspoken on nowadays. And if you even speak to them that way in that disrespectful manner, I think things get a little pushed up to a whole other level of, I'm, well, I'm not going to show up for, for games then or something like that. So, it's just you can just tell it, the players that from my perspective of it, uh, the players look a little turned off in the meeting, especially like you fucking need a fucking end careers, and I'm like, okay, look at the players' faces. That should tell you who's engaged and who who could give two shits. I mean, the only one I could it looked like he was somewhat engaged is the quarterback, because he has to, because this is his last final run as a quarterback, or this is it for him. So I just feel like a lot of these players just kind of turned off at some point. Belichick has a certain way of doing things. He's very direct, do your job, and that's it. Um, but he's not like, you You need to end your career, you sack of shit. Like, he's not like that. He's more like, all right, well, what's your job? Uh, I need to get the ball. I need to run into here, here, and here. Okay, why don't you do it? Well, I don't know. Okay, well, go do it. That, that That's his whole way. His pro approach is a lot different than compared. It's the same, but a different approach than compared to Gruden's, where Gruden's like, you fucking idiot, you dumb son of a bitch. I need you to do that. It's not like that. There's an old video of uh, was like 2000 and 2010, 2010, and uh, and this is and this is even 10 years ago. And back then, 10 years ago was a lot different too. I mean, a lot has changed in five years. But the closest that Belichick's gotten to to being disrespectful in that sense is uh, you know telling Wes Walker, you know, way to compete. <laughs> And telling him that Julian Edelman just took his job away from him uh, <laughs> when he was uh, when he was sidelined, and and you can go find it on YouTube. And that's like the closest he's ever gotten to like Jay Gruden status. But um, it's just you just tell from my perspective things. Jay Gruden's a little outdated on how he approaches his uh, uh, approaches with with his plays and his uh, you know his inspirational talks with his team. So. Uh, I'm just wondering how this is going to play out during the season. Um, other news, Odell Beckham hurt, hip injury. I, I, uh, I, when when people were trying to run to draft Odell, I sat there and I was like, yeah, I should have hold off, should I not. And then I really thought, I'm like, you know, he's he's the newest member on that team. He's going to have the hardest time to catch the ball. He's a new quarterback. And Jarvis has been there longer. He knows the plays better. And I think he's he's always playing every game. I have never seen Jarvis just sit out and not play. And Odell's always injured, and so it was like a 50-50 shot with Odell. And I said, you know what? No, I'm not going to draft him. I'll draft Jarvis. And I drafted Jarvis. And I feel like Jarvis is going to get more of those more of those plays down the field just because he's been there longer than Odell has on this team. And I feel like he... He never quits on any play, and I think Old Dal, if you don't give him the ball one time, he's having a tantrum on the field, 
and uh, or he's always injured. So it was like a 50-50 shot. So uh, rightly so, he has a hip injury before even the season starts, and it makes me wonder, like, is he going to be injured again before the season starts? I'm not certain on how that's going to turn out for him, but um, it just makes you wonder if he's going to play the season uh, full health um, and not injured and having tantrums on the field. So uh, Browns are going to be very interesting. So just, just look to you know, look 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 for those games. Those games are going to be pretty exciting. So in other news, I think that is all, guys. Um, I'm really sad, man, right now, man. The Lakers are. Oh man, I don't know. I I was just thinking like, who are they going to get? Who can they get? And is anybody else on the waiver wire? I don't think so. That has its potential. So, I uh, just I'll keep checking Twitter and see if the Lakers are looking for other guys or maybe they can try, they can get somebody else on the sideline. I don't know. It's they wish they had. I, I'm wondering. They probably have a plan B. I'm not worried about it. But it's just like, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. Not even before the season starts. Not even October yet, and he's already injured. Like, damn it. Come on, buddy. All right, guys, I am out of here. I'll see you guys later, and uh, look for tomorrow. I'll post another podcast tomorrow, guys. See you guys later.